You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Why is it worldview? Because it is like a pun word, no? P-U-N, pun. Kasi meron tinatawag na worldview at worldview. So yung worldview, when you say worldview, every person in this world has their own worldview. So whenever you ask them some questions about life, about um, principles, they have their own way of saying things, which is really from them. No? Nagagaling sa kanila, o maaari nagagaling sa mga eksperto. But however, uh, there are times, or I would say many times, it doesn't square with what the scripture says. Hindi nag-align sa sinasabi ng Bible. Meron sila mga sariling mga pangunawa sa mundong ito about marriage, about relationship, about things in this life. But however, in our case, we want to go back to the Word. And that's why we want to say it's worldview because whenever we see things in this world, sitwasyon sa buhay natin, mga bagay sa mundong ito, tinitingnan palagi natin sa lens ng salita ng Panginoon. Ito palagi ang authority natin. Hindi yung ating opinion, hindi ang ating prinsipyo. Hindi yung ating sariling values, but it's still the Word of the Lord. So, that's why whenever you uh, see things, even in the area of politics, or in the area of marriage, or in the area of, uh, let's say, business, or uh, studying, always, you know, you have to go back to the Scripture and allow the Scripture to speak so that whenever we see things, we strain it, okay, from the Word of the Lord. Ito yung tinatawag nating worldview. So pag sinuot natin yung ating shades or ang ating lenses, nakikita natin ito sa salita ng Panginoon, sa kung anong tingin ng Panginoon sa lahat ng bagay. That's why we say it, it's worldview. Every one of us needs to go back to the Word. Kailangan po natin bumalik sa salita ng Panginoon. Wala pong matandang krisyano na para bang sasabihin natin, nakabisado ah, ko na yan. Uh, kumbaga, lahat ng mga sinasabi dyan, kahit nasabihin mong you are already 40 years in your Christian life, you still have to go back to the Word of the Lord. Even I myself, I remember, na, kasi nag-aral po ako sa seminary. I studied in, the sem- in a Christian seminary for three years. I uh, majored in theology and then nag-aral din po ako ng biblical language as well. I even studied Greek and Hebrew as well for a year. And then uh, whenever I attend, let, let's say, um, yung mga uh, Bible studies or whenever I uh, even hear or listen from different pastors who have not even gone to seminary myself, I am very much uh, excited to listen to them. Because I don't, I don't say that I know everything. I, I'm still in the, in the position of learning from them because I believe that the Lord can still speak to every one of us. So therefore, wag po tayong magsasawa na pumunta pa rin sa scripture at even makinig po sa mga taong nagtuturing po sa atin because I believe that kahit na po John 3.16 po ang i-preach po rito sa harapan and you listen to 20 different preachers preaching John 3.16, umatin po kayo ng 20 times, you will really learn a lot from that John 3.16 passage. Because ang salita po ng Panginoon ay napakalalim at hindi po natin kaya ipaliwanag lang po ng isang beses, but there's a lot of insights and gold nuggets that you can really learn from that particular passage. Hindi, ma, tayo po mauubusan ng taon, ang salita ng Panginoon ay patuloy na magiging applicable at relevant po sa ating buhay. That is why, hindi, wala po tayong pwede sabihin na, ay, matagal na akong krisyano, alam po na yan. Okay? You have to understand that the scripture is very important. It's necessary, it's beneficial. So, let me just ask everyone to stand up with me and let's read from uh, the book of Psalms, Psalm 119. And um, I'd uh, like to read coming from verse 9. Psalm 119, verses 9 to 12. Ang Psalm po, ang libro ng Psalm, if you try to read the book of Psalm ng tuloy-tuloy, 
aabot po kayo ng limang oras. Pag binasa niyo po ng tuloy-tuloy ang Book of Psalm. Ang Book of Genesis, mga three and a half hours. Pag binasa niyo ng tuloy-tuloy. Ang pinakamaikli is yung na, nasa third John and uh, mga around 20 minutes pag binasa niyo kasi yun yung mga maikling libro na sinulat. But again, it doesn't mean that uh, we don't want to read this anymore kasi napakahaba. But you can dissect, of course, the chapters and the pages or the passage. Whenever you read the Bible, don't mind the chapter and don't mind the verses kasi ang mga uh, chapter at verses, dinagdag na lang po yan. Pero ang original po na Bible, wala pong chapter and verses. Kaya minsan, tayo na po naghahati-hati ng mga bagay na ito. So, but it helps, no? It helps. Psalm 119 verse 9, How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. With my whole heart I seek you, let me not wander from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord, teach me your statutes. Let us pray. Lord God, we lift up, Lord, to you the reading of your word. And we pray that you will bless the reading of your word. We pray also, Lord, that you will help us to understand, Lord, your purpose and your plans for us. For, for we know, Lord, that your word has a lot of promises for your people. And right now, Lord, even as we dive in deep, Lord, into your word and study it and meditate and ponder upon it, Holy Spirit, we ask that you be our teacher. Move, Lord, in such a way that we will understand and make this word relevant, Lord, to our, to our lives, Lord. And do not allow, Lord, your children to leave this place unchanged and not being transformed by the power of your word. Thank you, Lord, for we know also that you will reveal yourself to those who have not known you yet in this room. And we pray that they will even yield and submit their life and surrender their life to Jesus Christ so that they will find salvation in him. In whose name we pray, amen and amen. Speaking of necessity and benefits, I believe that there are at least five things that are necessary and beneficial for each one of us. Ang bawat isa po sa atin. Unang-una sa lahat, it's beneficial for us, of course, to drink none other than water. Sinurito yung uminom po kayo ng tubig. Okay? Uminom kayo ng tubig. Sabi nga nila, uh, kailangan na natin uminom ng tubig at least eight glasses of water every day. Na minsan, hindi natin nasusunod. Pero, kailangan natin sundin, kailangan natin gawin, because if we will not do that, then it will take toll in our own body. Pagdating ng araw, sasabihin natin sa sarili natin, sayang, sana uminom ako ng tubig. Because, marami pong kaakibat na sakit pag hindi, hindi po tayo umiinom ng tubig. That's why it's really necessary for our physical body. Man can probably live without drinking water for one day, two days, but however, they still need it. Okay? Kailangan pa rin nila. Hindi sila pwede mabuhay sa mundong ito na wala pong tubig. The same thing also even with food. So sa pagkain, minsan na iba mga tao, sobra naman kung kumain. As if lang, parang bang wala ng bukas. Pagkaanin ba ang buffet, talagang asin na na eh. Minsan parang, parang gusto mo na kumanta ng may bukas pa. May bukas pa. Okay? Kasi nga sa sobrang dami ng kanilang kinukuha, parang bang hindi na sila babalik. So ang mga Pinoy, may hilig po talaga yan sa mga pagkain. Pero wag niyo na po akong titignan. Kahit na ano pong kain ko talaga, talagang I'm gifted with this kind of built. Okay? So, <laughs> yeah. Sabi niya, June, ang daya mo. Sabi niya, ano, ang daya, daya mong kumain, pero bakit ganyan pa rin ang katawan mo? Sabi ko, sikreto yan. May sikreto ako sa ano eh. Kasi sabi na, baka napupunta dito lahat sa ulo kayo pagkamakain ka. So, uh, anyway, I really don't know because, um, again, the point here is that every one of us needs to eat and it is really very, very important in our life as well to go out with our food. What we did, okay, by the way, yung uh, five days na prayer and fasting po natin, that is so much beneficial for us. Why? Because if you deny your flesh, then you become sensitive to the word of the Lord, to the voice of the Lord. 
Ibig sabihin, nung dinideny mo ang craving ng flesh, if you deny the craving of the flesh, then you will really hear the still small voice of the Holy Spirit. And that's what we do. Tinuturoan natin ang ating katawan o ang ating flesh para idisiplina natin na hindi, pala, hindi palagi ito ang nasusunod, kundi ang kalooban ng Panginoon sa ating buhay. And there's a time for that. Okay? But uh, of course, we can't really live without uh, food and without water. Another thing that benefits us is none other than air. Sino rito humihinga ka? Okay? Lahat naman tayo humihinga, di ba? Kailangan natin huminga. Pag hindi po tayo huminga ng 3 minutes, okay, ng 3 minutes hanggang 5 minutes, I mean, it will, of course, damage our brain. Kailangan natin huminga. Hindi pwedeng hindi. That's why those people who've met an accident, tapos hindi po sila huminga for the next few minutes, na kokomatose po sila. Kailangan po ng brain natin ng uh, oxygen. And oxygen is very, very important in our body. And no wonder na ang Holy Spirit po, the word spirit came from the Greek word pneuma, na ang ibig sabihin po nun talaga ay air or breath. Yun ibig sabihin. Kaya nga doon natin nakuha ang salitang pneumonia. Ibig sabihin pneumonia, it talks about lungs. Kaya nga pneuma. And all of us needs air. It is like saying that we need God in our life. And that, that is a description of, of course, the Holy Spirit, who is the third person in, our, in the triune Godhead. Another thing that we need also is, of course, none other than sun, ang araw po. Ngayon, kapag alimbawang tayo po ay nagtago po sa kuweba at hindi po tayo lumabas, simula ng pagkapanganak natin hanggang ngayon, it will really affect us. We need vitamin D. Kaya ngayon mga bata, di ba mga infant, nilalabas po natin sila because they need also the rays of the sun. Pero pag sumobra ka naman sa araw, syempre, it will also even affect your skin. Now, the people in Africa, sila po ay merong itim na, I mean, sila po ay merong dark skin. The reason is that they need that, kailangan nila, to protect themselves from the rays of the sun. And that protects them from even, uh, I mean, cans, uh, cancers, some cancers. Kasi ano yun, eh, protection sa skin nila yun. Merong purpose si Lord kung bakit nilagay sila roon. So the same thing also uh, with us here in the Philippines. The reason why we are brown-skinned is because meron pong reason si Lord kung bakit dito tayo napunta at meron mga tao na white-skinned. Okay? Ang mga white-skinned, pag nilagay niyo po sila sa bandang continent ng Africa, it will really affect their body. Kaya may mga reason yan kung bakit. So we have also a reason why, uh, we have, I mean, God also gave us a reason why uh, He uh, made us, you know, in this kind of skin. So again, the sun is important. And of course, lastly, is none other than sleeping. So, kailangan nating matulog rin. Pero, kapag, pero wag mo i-judge yung mga katabi mo kapag natutulog sila ngayon. Okay? Kapag nakaganyan na, nakikinig yan. Okay? So, kaya wag, mo, wag na wag mong yeah, no, i-judge. So, ang iba, they need sleep. Maaaring natulog ka ngayon, three hours lang, four hours, galing ka pa sa call center, tapos minsan, uh, puyat na puyat ka pa, and you need to really close your eyes. That's okay. And you need that. Because if you will not sleep, then it will also even affect your body as well. And you need at least, um, of course, eight hours ang sinasabi natin sa pagtulog. Kapag hindi mo na-meet yun, again, it will really take toll in our own body. Ngayon, maaring wala nangyayari sa'yo, pero pag ikaw ay umabot ng mga 50 years old, 60 years old, 70 years old, pagdating nun, it will you will see the effect of that. Kaya wag na wag mong papabayaan ang katawan mo kasi sa ngayon, okay ka pa. Pero pag tapak mo ng mga 50, 60, 70, it accumulates to the point that one day, you will just wake up and then sasabihin natin na, bakit ganito nangyayari sa akin? So, kaya magugulat ka nilang, may mga sakit na hindi mo na nararamdaman noon, na lumalabas ngayon. It's because meron ka parang ginawa noon, ang kabataan mo pa, na ang nangyari, effect na lamang pala yon dahil sa hindi ka pala natutulog, hindi ka pala kumakain na mabuti, and you know, you're just uh, easy go lucky. That's why these are all, of course, necessary. But however, kahit na ito, very necessary. Yes, we understand these are all necessary, but there is one thing that is necessary that is sometimes neglected. 
And that is, of course, the reading of the word of the Lord. Matthew 4, 4 says, But he answered, Jesus said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And again, speaking of the word of the Lord that is coming from the mouth of God, we cannot live this life without the word of the Lord. People can actually go with their life na hindi nagbabasa ng salta ng Panginoon. Meron mga ganun tao na hindi nagbabasa ng salta ng Panginoon. Pero, ang hindi natin nakikita kung ano nangyayari sa buhay nila. You have no idea what's happening in their life. They can smile, they can laugh, they can even joke around, pero pagka pinag-aralan mo na yung buhay nila at tinanong mo na yung tungkol sa buhay nila, yung pala, ang dami nilang mga hurts, ang dami nilang bitterness, ang dami nilang mga, uh, I would say, pains na naramdaman along the way na hindi nila nadidil. Why? Because they forgot to go back to the Word of the Lord. And something is lacking in their life, may kulang sa buhay nila na ang ginagawa nila, pinupuno nila ng relasyon, pinupuno nila ng pera. Nakakalimutan nila na yung pala, kailangan palang bumalik sa salta ng Panginoon and at the same time, get to know the man behind the book. So that's why people can just go out and live their lives. Kahit yung mga atheists, hindi naniniwala sa Diyos, they could really even live this life no, na wala ang salta ng Panginoon. But however, again, we don't know their hearts. The Lord knows their hearts. Alam nila, alam ng Panginoon that they are really in pain. Hindi nga lang nila sinasabi. And of course, we don't need to know that anymore. We hope that these people will once more realize that they need, they need to go back to the word of the Lord and listen to the mouth of God. Dr. Howard Hendricks said, sabi niya, even though the Bible remains the most sold book in the world, it's also one of the most neglected ones. So kahit nasabi mong ang Bible ang number one bestseller pa rin hanggang ngayon, ito pa rin ang number one na neglected sa lahat ng libro. Because they don't want to read it. No? Dahil siguro, ang dating, ang haba-haba ng mga storya, parang ang dami-dami mga words, and they don't even have the time to even study it. So parang sa mga Krisyano minsan, ang dami nilang Bible, pero hindi nila pinapansin ang Biblia. Uh, if, you want, if you probably ask them, uh, kung halimbawang binasa nilang Bible nila, for this week, sasabihin na iba, naku, uh, ano eh, medyo naging busy lang medyo marami lang kasing ginagawa sa office o medyo busy lang sa negosyo. Pero, insan, ang nangyari, nadeneglect na ang pagbibasa ng salita ng Panginoon, even sa life o sa buhay ng mga Kristiyano. Benefits of the reading of the Word is this. And I would just submit to you that the first one is the Word strengthens spiritual life. It strengthens us. Pinapalakas po niya ang ating spiritual, spiritual na buhay. Let me go back to Psalm 119 verse 9. It says, How can a young man keep his way pure? by guarding it according to your word. Now, you have to understand that if you want to be pure in the eyes of the Lord, of course, in your walk with the Lord, then you have to hide this word. Guard it. Guard your ways okay, according to His word. And this, the, the, the word of the Lord is the only means for us to uh, be able to guard our, our, our steps so that we could not sin or so that it will prevent us from sinning against the Holy God. Another passage that I would like to mention is in verse 11, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Kumbaga, itatago mo talaga sa puso mo yung salita ng Panginoon. Parang literally, kung pwede lang ipasok mo sa loob ng puso, no? tapos kung pwede lang, ano, no? kung meron na siguro USB na line, tapos gaganan mo lang talaga dito, no? pwede ba Lord, <laughs> pasok, papasok talaga lahat, tapos okay na, okay, pasok na lahat. Kaso nga lang, hindi ganun eh. It should be a discipline, it should be an attitude. Dapat, yun yun, papasok talaga yung, there should be an excitement to really go back to the word of the Lord. Ako naalala ko nung uh, I was in my college days, 
uh, syempre nag-aaral ako sa, sa aking uh, kurso. But however, I also wanted to grow. And that was my first few years of being a Christian. So habang ang ginagawa ko, um, nagka-quiet time ako sa umaga kasi noong mga time na yun, sa umaga ako gumigising para mag-quiet time. Uh, what I do is, I uh, go to my table, tapos magkukuha ako ng isang palanggana. Marit na palanggana lang, lalagay ko ng warm water. Tapos what I will do is, I'll place it under the table at ilalagay ko yung, ano, yung paa ko ron para magising ako. Para habang nagbabasa ako, hindi ako antokin. Kasi gusto ko talaga magbasa ng Sultan ng Panginoon. Kanya-kanyang gimmick lang yan kung anong gusto mong gawin no? para hindi ka antokin. So, uh, you have to make a way para or create ways in order for you not to be so sleepy whenever you read the word of the Lord. Ewan ko nga ba kung bakit ang ibang mga tao talaga inaantok pagkahalimbawa nagbabasa po ng salita ng Panginoon. Talagang ginagamit nilang sleeping pills ang salita ng Panginoon kapag hindi makatulog. Okay? But however, John Gill said, and John Gill commented about verse 11. Sabi niya, not only heard and read it, but received it into his affections. Mix it with faith laid it up in his mind and memory for future use, preserve it in his heart as a choice treasure, where it might dwell richly and be of service to him on many occasions and particularly be of the following use. What does he mean by this? Ibig sabihin nun, yung lahat ng napapakinggan mo, lahat ng binabasa mo rito, ilagay mo lang rito kasi mapapakinabangan mo yan pagdating ng araw. So, basa ka lang ng basa. Minsan, there are cases wherein you don't understand what you're reading. Ano pang ibig sabihin nito? Ba't parang mahirap yata intindi na ito? Sige, basa-basahin mo lang. Kasi pagdating ng araw, God will be the one, of course, to explain that. And God will also use other people to interpret that. Or there are sometimes na hindi mo maaari kailangan yung passage ngayon. Pero pagdating ng pagsubok ng buhay mo, God will help you to be reminded of that particular passage. So, speaking of reminder, uh, this is what happened also to Peter. Remember when Peter denied Jesus, sinabihan na siya ni Jesus about what will happen in the future. Sinabi niya, you will deny me three times. And lo and behold, Peter, nung dininay niya si Jesus, na-remind siya. Luke 22.61, And the Lord turned and looked at Peter, and Peter remembered the saying of the Lord, how he had said to him, before the rooster crows today, you will deny me three times. And the word remember there, means remind gently. Now, when the Lord reminds us gently, He reminds us gently, literally gently. Hindi po siya nangongondem. Hindi po yung condemnation ang dating. Pagka meron tayong nagawang mali, let me just give you an illustration sa life po ni Elijah. Elijah was a prophet and he battled the 450 prophets of Baal. And during time when of course, he won the battle because uh, napatunayan na ang Diyos ni Elijah ang siyang tunay na Diyos. And he also came from a ministry with the widow of Zarephath wherein he encouraged the widow at sinabing, don't fear, God will be the one to provide. But however, after that, nung nalaman niyang Jezebel is running after him at gusto siyang patayin, biglang ang nangyari kay Elijah, nalumo siya, na-discouraged, natakot, tumakbo siya papalayo kay Jezebel at naghanap siya na isang lugar kung saan pwede siya makapagtago. Nakakita siya na isang kweba and this is what happened. There he went into a cave to spend the night. Suddenly the Lord spoke to him, Elijah, what are you doing here? Ano ginagawa mo rito? Ba't ka ba, na, kumbaga para bang gusto sabihin ni Lord, ba't ka ba parang takot na takot? Hindi mo ba naalala yung ginawa ko noon? 
yung ginawa, sinamahan kita sa 450 Prophets of Baal, nung sinamahan kita para mag-minister sa, sa widow ni Zaripath, nung sinamahan kita sa mga bagay na ganito, nasa, kumbaga, nasa na yun? Anong ginagawa mo rito? Para sa atin rin, di ba? Kapag may nangyayari sa buhay natin, parang nangyayari sa atin, nawawala, na, nalilimutan na natin mga promise ni Lord sa atin kapag may nangyayari mga hindi magaganda sa buhay natin. Parang kumbaga, gulang lang sabihin ni Lord, teka muna, ano pang ginagawa mo? Ba't ka nandyan? Ba't ka nasa kwarto mo at ayaw mo umatay na church? Dahil basta na walang ka ng trabaho? Ba't ayaw mong umabas ng bahay? At, at, at makipag-meet ka sa mga kapa mo krisyano? Dahil basta, ang nangyari, nag-break kayo ng boyfriend mo? Para bang lumalabas? Parang dahil sa mga sitwasyon na ganito, parang lukot na lungot ka na you can even move and you can even be encouraged anymore. And so what, what the Lord did was to, of course, remind Elijah about that. Sabi niya sa verse 12, And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, the sound of a low whisper. And the low whisper, in other version, it means a soft whisper of a voice. And that is none other coming from, of course, God Himself. Si Lord, kapag nag-whisper po sa atin, talagang very, very gentle. Hindi kanya condemn The Lord never condemns anyone. Especially if, I mean, what I'm referring to is the believers. Yung mga anak ng Panginoon po, hindi po yan kinokondem ni Lord kapag nagkasala po tayo. God will never condemn us when we sin. Teka muna, Pastor, ano ibig sabihin? Pwede ba ako magkasala at hindi ako kikokondem ni Lord? Magkaiba kasi yun eh. Yung sa pwede magkasala o yung nagkakasala. Pag nagkasala ka, hindi ka ikokondem ni Lord. Pag nagkasala ka, God will never make you guilty of what you did. Alam mo kung sino nagkokondem sa atin kapag nagkasala tayo? It's actually the enemy. It's Satan and his demons are the ones condemning us and are the ones making us guilty about you know, a lot of things in our life. Sila ang magpaparecall ng mga bagay na ginawa natin in the past. At sinasabi minsan, nag-worship ka na kay Lord, no? At sinasabi, kumakanta ka ng all things are possible in your name. All things are possible. Tapos biglang bumulong ka o sinabi may pakanta-kanta ka pa dyan pataas sa sang kamay. Samantalang, di ba? Di ba nagmura ka nung isang nung, oh nga, no, all things are possible. Biglang bumabanin kamay mo. At parang ayaw mo na tuloy mag-worship kay Lord. Nagilti ka. May pa all things, all things ka pa dyan. Eh di ba may ginawa ka, di ba? Naalala mo yung nasa internet ka, meron kang pinanood na isang ano, uh, pornography, may pataas-taas ka pa. Oo oh, nga, tapos biglang nahiya ka na tuloy, ayaw mo na magtaas ng kamay. Now, the Lord will never condemn and the Lord will never, of course, make us guilty. But however, what we are being reminded of by the word of the Lord, ang sinasabi sa atin, Lord, ganito, Anak, lapit ka sa akin. Papatawarin naman kita eh. Lumapit ka lang. Sabi ng Bible, if you confess your sin, He is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. You have to always go back to that. The Lord will never, 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 never condemn us, but you need to go back to Him. Because if you will not go back to the Lord, then the enemy will come in and, of course, remind you and tell you of your past. At sasabihin niya, hindi ka naman talaga niya anak eh. Hindi ka naman talaga save. But the Lord is telling His people, going back to the Lord, anak, yung kasama mo ngayon, hindi mo asawa, bumalik ka na. Anak, mali ang ginagawa mo. Hindi tama yan. Marami akong plano sa'yo. You have to go back to your family. That is not right. Gusto ng kaaway na sirain ang buhay mo, huwag mo hayaan. Anak, alam mo, 
kailangan ng taong yun, yung pera, bayaran mo na siya, ang laki ng utang mo eh. Alam mo, ipagpapala kita eh. Magtiwala ka lang sa akin. Ako magbubukas ng pintuan sa'yo para mabless ka. You step out in faith. The Lord will remind us, of course, of those things based from the Word. Because there are passages that are meant for that. May mga passage doon na ang gagawin ni Lord sa atin, ipapaalala sa atin. And the Lord will even, you know, even speak to us. Kahit nasabi mo may sakit ka at sinabi ng, uh, sinabi ng doktor sa atin, alam mo, yung cancer kasi ano eh, it's the same yesterday, today, and forever. But you have to go back to the word of the Lord. At sinabi ni, ni Lord sa atin, anak, alam mo, ang sinasabi nila sa'yo, facts. Pero alam mo, ang sasabihin ko sa'yo, truth. The truth is that I can heal. The Lord heals. The Lord is able to heal. And that's why you have to go back to the word of the Lord rather than banking on what the people say about your situation. Huwag kang maniniwala sa sinasabi ng mundong ito, maniwala ka sa kung ano sinasabi ng Panginoon tungkol sa iyong sitwasyon. Sige, palakpan po natin ang Panginoon. Pag sinabi ng iba, hindi na marirestore ang marriage mo, don't believe that. But always you have to go back and bank on the word of the Lord. Pag sinabi nilang ang mga anak mo, alam mo, yung mga anak mo, ganyan natin talaga eh. Kasi nasa lahi nyo na yan. Huwag kang maniniwala. Kapag nasa lahi yung gwapo, okay tanggapin mo. Pero pag yung nasa lahi, tipong parang ano, kasi alam mo, ganito nangyari. Ano, na, alam mo yung tito ng tito mo, namatay sa stroke yan. O ito, di ba, namatay yung stroke. Yung, it, it, malamang mangyayari yan sa, huwag kang maniniwala. You, you have to put a stop. No, sabi niyo, Panginoon, all the curses. And by your stripes, we are healed. And we believe that, you know, your word is true. Again, going back to the word of the Lord. And the Holy Spirit is the one who's going to remind us. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Remember, the word there, remembrance, also means, of course, remind gently. The Holy Spirit will remind you to go back to Him. To again say, hold on to the promises of the, Lord, of the word of the Lord. Pag may sinasabi po ang Panginoon sa atin, makinig po tayo. Huwag nila pong i-justify yon. Don't even justify. Eh kasi Lord eh, gusto ko sanang patawarin siya, pero Lord, ano eh, sa na ugali eh. eh sasabihin sa inyo, Lord, eh hindi naman siyang kinakausap ko, ikaw ang kinakausap ko. Ano dapat mong gawin? Remember, the Lord will discipline those whom He loves because we are children of the Lord and the Lord will do that for His own glory and honor. Second, aside from the word strengthens spiritual life, is that we have here the word directs our personal life. The Lord will also even direct our life, our personal life. With my whole heart I seek you, let me not wander from your commandments. Sometimes, you know, we tend to wander off from His direction. Nandito na po ang salita ng Panginoon, pero nangyari, nagsiswerve pa rin tayo sa iba. Now, the word wander here is to stray. Go astray. Now, may mga tao na starting this year, for example, 2018, Kristiyano sila, Kristiyano daw. Pero ang nangyari, naniniwala pa rin sa year of the dog. Kristiyano ah, naniniwala pa rin sa fungsoy. Kristiyano daw. Kumbaga, ang nangyari, ang nagde-direct hindi si Lord, ang nagde-direct aso. Huwag po tayong maniniwala dun sa mga dog, sa cat, sa rabbit, sa snake. Wag, tayo ma- wag po natin hayaan sila mag-direct ng buhay natin. Maniwala at manampalataya po tayo doon sa mga gumawa ng mga aso at doon sa gumawa ng mga ahas, doon sa creator po ng lahat ng mga animals na ito. Don't let them guide us and direct us. Let's always go back to the Lord because 
I mean, these are just, you know, vain imaginations. Pag nagpatayo po tayo ng bahay, wag po kayong kakabahan na kapag hindi kayo nagpadugo, eh baka mamaya may mangyari. Padugo tayo, wala namang mawawala. Alam mo, may, ma- may mawawala. May mawawala. Ang mawawala po sa atin ay ang pananampalatay po natin sa Panginoon. Kapag alimbawa ang ginawa po natin, wag kayong maniniwala roon. Kapag alimbawa nagpasabog kayo para swerte, wag kayong maniniwala sa swerte. Okay? Dahil malas. Ay, hindi, da- dahil okay maniwala. Wala pong malas at wala pong swerte. Kapag alimbawa naniwala po tayo sa malas at swerte, ibig sabihin nung wala pong Diyos na nagkocontrol po sa ating buhay at wala pong Diyos na, na-, na- He's really in mo- in- in- moving in our life. Go back to the word of the Lord. Don't depart from His ways. You have to go back once more. People have their own ways of being blessed and being prosperous, but you have to go back once more to His Word. And also, at the same time, noong New Year, di ba? Sana naglabas kayo ng mga prutas, hindi para swertehin. Well, hindi natin ilalagay ang ating buhay sa mga prutas na ito para swertehin po tayo. Maniwana po tayo sa gumawa ng mga prutas na ino, ito. Siya po ang dapat ang pagkatiwalaan. I have nothing against the fruit. It is a symbol of prosperity. Symbol po yan. Pero hindi po yan yung means para maging prosperous tayo. Okay? There's a difference. So I'm not trying to go against our tradition na maglalabas po ng ganon. This is a symbol. Ipapaliwanag po natin sa mga anak natin yan. Naglalabas tayo ng ganito prutas because this is a symbol of prosperity that we are reminded that the God that we are serving is the God of prosperity and success. And this year will be a year of prosperity and success. 2018 will be one. We have to go back once more to the word of the Lord. People also even go to manghuhula sa kya po. Ganun rin. May nakalagay nga rito, alamin ang kapalaran sa pamamagitan ng mata, ng kilay, at ng, pati pala kilay meron na. Nagulat ako, sabi ko, pati kilay pala, pwede na malaman ng kapalaran. Eh, paano ko, nakapin, paano ko nakapensil lang yung kilay, no? So, pati ano, boyfriend, girlfriend, love life, and everything. Again, people sometimes go to, them, go to that thing. Don't even attempt to believe on those things. You know, at kahit na may mangyari man at nagkatotoo, as I say, oh, nagkatotoo eh. Dahil anong nangyari, pumunta ako at nagka, talaga nagkabalikan kami ng aking boyfriend. Ng aking boyfriend. As in, ano, tama talaga. Now, meron po sinasabi ang scripture tungkol doon. If a prophet or a dreamer of dreams arises among you and gives you a sign or a wonder, and the sign or wonder that he tells you comes to pass, and if, if he says, let us go after other gods, o dinadala kayo papalayo sa Panginoon, which you have not known, let us, and let us serve them, sabi dito ng Panginoon, you shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams, for the Lord your God is what? Testing you. Tinitest ka ng Panginoon kung talagang mahal mo siya. Baka mamaya, nawawala na ang tiwala mo sa Kanya, kaya pumupunta ka na sa kung saan-saan. Kaya pagka hindi nakarini, nakaramdam ng kagalingan, sa church o pagka nagpe-pray at hindi pa gumagaling, aba pumupunta na albularyo. At hinaya, itong gagawin natin, okay, mag ano ka, okay, pumukuha ka ng, ay natawas, nakita ko parang may, merong ka, merong, ano, may, may nadaanan kang uh, nuno sa punso. Babalikan mo yun, mag-over ka ng, ano, ng, ng, ng pagkain, okay? So kaya, again, sometimes, you know, we are, we are being deceived by that. Don't be afraid because the Lord is, God is testing our hearts kung talagang, as in, ang ginagawa natin, mahal ba natin siya o mahal ba natin ang sarili natin? Mahal ba natin siya o mahal ba natin yung, ating, yung kalagayan bang ang, ang ating focus? Let's always go back to the word of the Lord to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. And speaking of that as well, you have to learn to trust the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Sabi ng Proverbs 3, 5-6, And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will make straight your paths. Speaking of that, trusting the Lord Let's always allow God to direct us and even guide us in terms of how to raise up our family as well. 
You want to be a good father? Gusto mo maging mabuting asawa? Go back to the word of the Lord. Now, let me just give you some example. It says here in Ephesians 5.33, but it also applies to you, every husband must love his wife. If you want to be a good husband, go back to the word of the Lord. Sabi ng Bible, mahalin mo asawa mo. You have to love your wife, mister. Mahalin po natin ang ating mga misis. At kapag halimbawang nagkamali po ang ating misis, at sinab- ang mga misis po natin, no? Minsan nagkakamali, sila, at nagkakamali sila at nagkakasala minsan sa atin dahil may ginawa silang mali at kahit na alam nating mali sila, ihambol pa rin natin ating sarili at sabihin, alam mo, ako talaga may problema, hindi talaga ikaw. Alam mo bakit? Kasi meron naman silang Panginoon at si Lord ang mahungusap sa kanila kasi kung may mali man sila, i-remind silang Lord ng pagkakaman nila at sigurado magsisorry rin yan sa atin pagdating ng araw. Alam mo, sorry ah, kasi dahil naalala ko, ako nga pala may mali. At least hindi nang galing sa'yo. At huwag ka mag, magtuturan. Ikaw kasi may kasalanan eh. Hindi, ikaw kasi magtatalo kayo nun. So pabayaan mo si Lord ang mangusap sa bawat isa. But for the husband, tandaan mo, ikaw yung picture ni Christ. You are the figure of Christ. Titingnan ka ng misis mo at sasabihin, sino ba dapat magpatawad? Si Kristo o ang church? Siyempre, di ba? Model ka nga eh, si Jesus. So therefore, si Jesus nagpatawad. So kaya ikaw, ikaw model ni Jesus sa amin. So dapat ikaw muna mauna. Magpatawad ka muna. So that's why you have to be a model. But at the same time, sabi rito, not just of course to love, but at the same time, every wife must respect her. Alam mo ibig sabihin ng respect rito? Ang respect, ibig sabihin pala niyan rito, ay phobeo. It came from the word phobia, which means fear with deep respect. Kung ano yung reverence natin sa Panginoon, it is like also like a reverence thing for the husband. Kaya meron may, mga min, minsan ng mga misis na parang walang respeto sa kanilang asawang lalaki. Don't do that. Respect your husband. You have to learn to respect them because that guy, that man is your leader, the leader of the house. That is why you have to also learn to respect. And again, speaking of as a Christian, Kristiyano ka, syempre ang hirap kasi minsan mag-respeto kapag wala ka nakuha ang pagmamahal, pero ang ganang sinabi ng Panginoon, you have to respect the guy. Whatever happens, you have to respect the man. Because siya ang leader ng pamilya ninyo. And again, you want to be a good husband or a good wife, you go back to the scripture. The Bible also says, let your own fountain be blessed and enjoy the girl you married when you were young. Ikaw. So Proverbs 5.18, ini-enjoy mo ba yung marriage mo? Ikaw ba? Ay, yan bang kasama mong yan? Ay, yan ba yung misis na pinakasala mo ng bata pa hanggang ngayon? Okay? Yan pa rin ba? O baka mamaya, eh, yon. Okay? So the <laughs> kailangan ay, you have to go back to the word of the Lord. Because if you will not follow the word of the Lord, then you are just, I mean, putting misery in your life. You have to always understand that the Lord wants us to be so strong in our marriage because He has a plan in our life. May plano po ang Panginoon sa atin. And not just that, but in Ephesians 6.4, sabi rito, Fathers, do not provo- provoke your children. The word provoke your children to anger, ibig sabihin ito is that, do not even try to stimulate the emotion that they will become bitter to you. Dahil mga kalalakihan, may tendency po tayo magtaas ang boses sa ating mga anak at magalit po ang ating mga anak sa atin. You have to always be gentle with your children. But bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Meron palang tayong responsibility to really raise up our children in the godly ways. That's the responsibility of the father. Again, there's a lot of things that I could share in the scripture with regards to that. But the point here is that the scripture is already enough in order for us to be guided, in order for us to be directed. Husbands, love your wives. 
as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word. The word of God is like a water that washes us. Ang ginagawa po ng sertana ng Panginoon, para po ang ginagawa, hinuhugasan niya ang ating isipan. Ang dami po kasi nating extra baggage bago po tayo naging krisyano. Di ba mapapansin nyo, bago tayo naging krisyano, ang dami natin mga kailangang baguhin sa ating buhay. Pero habang naglalakad tayo sa ating buhay krisyano, unti-unti dahan-dahan binabago tayo ng Panginoon. Kaya tayo, yung mga matatagal na krisyano, I hope, yung mga tatagal na krisyano ay low maintenance na sila. Okay, low maintenance na, di ba? Dapat, dapat. Dapat low maintenance ka na kung tutuusin. Pero kapag alimbang high maintenance ka pa rin, ako po, ano, kumbaga siguro si Lord makapapakamot ng ulo na sila. Ano ba yan? Anak, tagal na kitang, ang tagal na kitang kinakausap. Matagal na yung relasyon natin. Ba't ganyan ka pa rin? Okay? Pero anyway, hindi, abag ka mag-alala kasi hindi napapagod si Lord sa'yo. Babaguin, babaguin ka pa rin ng Panginoon. Ganun kabuti ang Panginoon. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, hindi, hindi napapagod si Lord sa'yo. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, remind mo siya. Hindi napapagod si Lord sa'yo. Si Lord kasi matyaga si Lord sa atin. Okay? Matyaga si Lord sa atin. The word of the Lord, it is like a war, it is like a water that again cleanses us. And at the same time, the word strengthens spiritual life, the word directs our personal life, and the word of course reveals the author's author of life. Nire-reveal niya kung sino ang kausap natin. And he introduces himself to us here through the word. It says here in Psalm 119 verse 11 to 12, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. The reason why we don't sin against the Lord is because we know the Lord that we are serving. Kapag ikaw ay nag, nasa isang opisina and you are an employee at meron kang kasamang kapwa mo, empleyado, kahit na meron kang ginagawang hindi tama sa loob ng opisina, hindi okay lang minsan ang ginagawa mo, pinapabayaan mo, kasi, ano naman eh, kasama ko naman sa trabaho to eh. Hindi niya ako makorek, hindi ko rin siya makorek. Pero pag ang dumating sa loob ng, ng opisina ay yung mismong may-ari ng kumpanya, I'm sure, sigurado, medyo ano ka, uh, alert ka and tamed ka kasi dahil sa mi-ari ng kumpanya yun, o manager o boss yun. The same thing also with God Himself. The reason why we don't sin against the Lord because we know the Lord that we are serving. We give reverence to Him. That is why it says there, Blessed are you, Lord. Teach me your statutes. And speaking of that, in John 14:7, it reveals to us who the Father is. If you had known me, sabi ni Jesus, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know, you do know Him and have seen Him in John 14:7. In John 14:26 it says the helper the holy spirit whom the father will send in my name will teach you everything and make you remember all that I have told you. We know the father, we know the son of course and at the same time we know also the holy spirit. He reveals himself to us, the father, the son and the holy spirit. In Revelation 19:13 it mentions about who Jesus Christ is. He is clothed in a robe dipped in blood and the name by which he is called is the word of God. And that's Jesus Christ. Whenever we, we read the scripture, it of course uh, pictures Jesus Christ because He is the Word. He is the living Word. Siya po ang living Word. Kaya lahat po ng mga binabasa po natin dito, it is a reflection of who Christ is. In John chapter 1.18, no one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side, He has made Him known. Interestingly, yung sinasabi dito, made Him known, galing po ito sa salitang Grego na exegio, which is exegete, no? doon ang galing sa salitang exegete, which means to declare or to interpret. In other words, when Jesus Christ came here, ang ginawa niya, ininterpret po niya ang Father para sa atin. Para makita natin at maunawaan natin at makilala natin ang gusto kung sino po ang Ama. And that is who Jesus Christ is. Revealing Himself through the Word. 
makikilala po natin kung sino po yung author ng salita na ito. At yung po ang goal natin, makilala natin kung sino si Jesus. And speaking of that, you know, getting to know the Lord, there is this young lady, I mean, I would say, lady during the time, she is suing, um, 28 years old siya ng mga time na yon. She's working. During the time, she, she was not a Christian. Hindi po siya Christiano. In fact, naniniwala siya sa New Age, Buddhist siya, Hindu, pinapaniwala niya kahit na anong mga belief. Yung asawa niya, atheist, hindi niniwala sa Diyos. But there was a time at the age of 28, na nangyari, nasa, nasa bahay siya, at tinignan niya kanyang mga daliri, at nakita niya yung kanyang kamay, parang wala yung kalahati. Sabi niya, ano nangyari sa akin? Parang wala akong makitang kalahating kamay. So, pumunta siya sa doktor, and the doctor uh, said na meron kang MS. MS is multiple sclerosis. Now, what is multiple sclerosis? Let me just give you an idea about what multiple sclerosis is. Ang multiple sclerosis is that it affects the myelin sheath, yung pong sheath ng nerve natin, at nanggagaling po sa central nervous system, papunta po sa baba, hanggang dito sa sacrum, and once it affects that, that particular uh, sheath that it damages, wala na pong communication sa taas hanggang sa baba na wala nang way para makontrol natin ang galaw natin. So, gagalaw po yan ang pusa. So, kaya, kaya tayo ganyan ito kasi buo ang ating myelin sheath. Pero yung sa mga taong hindi buo ang myelin sheath, talagang as in may sariling buhay ang bawat parte ng katawan. Gumagalaw po nang hindi na alam. So, that's why that's the effect of that. And that's what happened. And one time when she realized na, sabi niya, ano ba yan? Pwede bang ano, stop jiggling your feet? Sabi niya, I'm not jiggling my feet, sabi ng husband niya. Ang nangyari, gumagalaw yung ulo mo ng kusa. Gumagalaw siya ng walang control. So that's what happened. So ang ginawa niya, she now went to the doctor and the doctor confirmed, kasi ayaw niya maniwala na meron siyang MS. And dun siya na-confirm na meron siyang multiple sclerosis. To the point that nawala siya sa trabaho niya, at somebody doon sa trabaho, doon sa kanyang, sa kanyang group, meron sa group na yun, Krisyano, na dinala siya sa church. And then, when she attended the church, Remember, they are not Christian, they are not believer. Nung umaten siya ng church niyon, sabi ng pastor sa preaching, ay ganito, nakilala sila ng pastor, and eventually the pastor said, I saw a vision of you that you were healed already. And ayaw niya maniwala, sabi niya, I don't believe in healing. Imagine, you know, because of course, ang background, kahit na umaten na sa church, at, at the same time, she already have uh, an idea about who God is. Sabi niya, I don't believe in healing. But however, after that, nung dinidisciple na sila, nung pastor, sabi ng pastor, you open your scripture from that particular passage. And the particular passage that was opened is found in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. As a result of that, tinamaan po siya ng salita ng Panginoon, and she literally cried and sobbed and said, Lord, forgive me because I did not believe in you. Hindi ako naniwala sa inyo. But because of what you did, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mananampalataya ako sa inyo. And she believed the word of the Lord, and she found healing, you know, after that. Now, this is what happened. Let me just tell you. At her next visit to the neurologist, the doctor confirmed her miracle. He looked in my eyes first, and there was damage in my left eye that was visible with an ophthalmoscope, and it was gone. And he said, sabi ng doctor, this is God. He tested my whole body, did all the usual neurological tests, and there was no evidence of any neurological problem. That is the healing that God did to her. 
Another is a sabinelli to for more than a decade, okay, Sue has been free of multiple sclerosis. It's really a miracle. What I really want is for others to know him intimately. I pray that when I speak to them and when I give them my testimony, it makes them hungry and that they want to pursue God. He is just endless and what he does is endless and with him, nothing is impossible. Go back to the word of the Lord. May problema po kayo sa inyong pamilya. Go back to the word of the Lord. I remember this one lady who's really crying, sobbing for the Lord and saying, Lord, bring back my husband. My husband has a third party. Bring back my husband. Her husband, she doesn't know about it. Nasa isang motel yung husband niya. I don't know kung bakit nasa isang motel yung husband niya or hotel. And while the husband was there alone, I don't know kung sino yung kasama niya, but habang naghihintay siya, nanonood siya ng TV, nabor siya sa TV. Eh sa hotel kasi di ba mayro mga Bible, yung Gideon's Bible. He got a copy of the Bible, wala siya magawa. Binuksan lang niya gano'n. Pagbukas niya, ang nabasa niya agad, thou shall not commit adultery. Yeah, it's literal. Kita niya agad. As a result of that, you know what? He bowed down to his knees. Umiyak siya sa Panginoon. Pagkatapos noon, he was reminded by the Lord of his love and at the same time went back to his wife and children and said, I want to once more go back to the ways of the Lord and serve Him and at the same time, renew back my love for my family and for my wife. As a result of that, nabuo pang kanyang, ang kanyang pamilya muli. It's a true story. And I tell you, you, are, you can, just be, can just be amazed of how the Lord is moving in one's life if you go back to the word of the Lord. Trust the Lord. Because you know what sabi sa Isaiah? So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Trust the word of the Lord. Go back to the word of the Lord. Let's trust the Lord. Let's all stand up right now and let's pray. Bow your head for a moment. And I believe that the, that the Lord will speak to us. If you have been a Christian for quite some time, a month, one year, two years, or probably 20 or 30 years, and there are times na hindi tayo nakapunta sa salta ng Panginoon. At minsan parang nangyayari. Whenever we read the Word, it is like as if parang we are like dry land. And you want to be so excited once more in reading the Word of the Lord. You want to receive all His promises. I want you to raise up your hand and be honest and say, I want to go back once more to the Word of the Lord and appropriate the promises that He has for me and for my family and for my life. If that is you, can you please raise up your hand right now? Let me pray for you. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. Allow, Lord, your people to once more go back to your Word. There's a lot of promises that are here in your Word that are very relevant and very appropriate and very applicable in our life. Lord, I pray that you will remind your people about those things. And God, I pray that each one of us, Lord, will just be honest and humble to really say, Lord, forgive us because we have not consulted your word. And I pray right now that you are going to once more rekindle their hearts and give them passion and fire once more and thirst, Lord, to really devour your word. God, you are a promise-keeping God. And we believe, Lord, that you are true to your promises. You will not allow your word to return void. 
Once more, Lord, we lift up, Lord God, everything to you. Speak to your people. Thank you so much. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Ito po lang kwento sa inyo yung half na story. But you know what? The wife of that guy, anong ginagawa niya? Every morning, wala po yung asawa niya ron, yung asawang lalaki. Every morning that they eat their dinner, their lunch with their children, naglalagay po siya ng plato na kasama po. Sasabihin ng mga anak, nasan po si dad? Sabi ng mother, babalik ang dad nyo. Babalik ang dad nyo. Babalik ang dad nyo. And that is of course the faith of that lady. And God honored her faith. Because faith is believing in something that you don't see. And that's what the Lord does to us. Hindi mo nakikita sa ngayon kung ano nangyayari sa anak mo. Maniwala ka. God has something for your children. God has something for your business. God has something for our life. So that we can give glory and honor to Him. Amen? Let's all raise up our hand. Lord, bless your people. Bless them. Bless them. Bless them. Prosper them. All the promises of prosperity and success, Lord, let it be upon your people, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that this week, Lord, God, will be a week of breakthrough, a week of victory for your people. Thank you so much for your goodness. Once more, Lord, I entrust, Lord God, every one of them to you. Do your works in their life so that Jesus Christ will be honored and glorified. I pray, Lord God, these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.